Hey friend, we are three weeks deep into the summer holidays right now. It has been lovely spending time with my daughter, but then at the same time, there's been plenty of occasions where I have just wanted to go and scream into a pillow when she asked me for like a millionth time for another snack. But that being said, today's episode really is quite an important one. We're talking about looking at the chemicals and the ingredients in the food that we eat rather than just being focused on the calories. I'm going to share some top tips with you so you might want to grab a pen and paper but before we dig into that I want to invite you and share a little bit of news of something that is coming your way soon. If your hormones are all over the place, if you are struggling with that menopause weight gain, I really want to invite you to be part of my 90 day health and fitness program that really is going to transform your menopause journey. We're going to come together as a community to build some solid foundations, some great routines, some amazing habits that are going to support you as you go through your menopause journey. So my friend, don't let menopause hold you back. Let's embrace this phase with positivity and take some steps together towards feeling your best self. Click the link in the show notes to find out more about the program and we're going to make the most of the last 90 days of 2023 together. Are you ready to reclaim your health and your well-being, to beat the menopause belly fat and to start feeling a bit more like you? All of the information is in the link in the show notes. If you do have any questions, please drop me an email. I'd be more than happy to answer them. Let's come together. Let's make menopause a milestone of strength and vitality together. Hey friend, welcome to Rest, Fuel, Move. I'm your host SJ. I'm an outspoken Christian women's health advocate, productivity guru, daughter of the king, and a 40-something mum to a sassy, independent daughter. I'm here to arm you with the knowledge you need to better understand your body and mind so that you can live a life free of diets, fitness fads, and comparison. If you are ready to finally lose weight sustainably, to learn how to consistently make the best choices for your health, follow a simple eating plan and finally enjoy your exercise routine all while keeping God at the center of it all then this is the podcast for you friend grab your bible fill up your water bottle and lace up that shoes it's time to get fit okay now I can pretty much guarantee at some point in your life you have potentially done some kind of diet that involves you counting something and it could be calories it could be counting macros it could be counting like sins if you've done like weight watchers or points or you know whatever diet you've done I can pretty much bet that you have counted something at some point and today's episode actually is to reframe that in your mind to get you thinking about actually what is in your food rather than how many calories your food has and what I mean by that really is about thinking about what your food is made up of we know how important fuel is to our bodies particularly when our bodies are going through menopause we need to be giving them the right fuel the right nutrition to support our hormones because it's a rough ride it's a bit of a roller coaster And we don't want to be adding to the stress that our body is already experiencing. We want to support our body with the right food and the right fuel. So this is why I want you to, first of all, go and delete. (laughs) If you have 
like MyFitnessPal or anything on your phone that helps you to count the calories in your food. And why am I saying this? Because it's really important to remember that 100 calories of like Coke, for example, is a very different beast from 100 calories from a banana. So this is why I really want you to stop thinking about counting calories and start focusing on what is actually in your food. Like what are the ingredients? What are the chemicals in your food? Now, I don't know about you, but I really like this concept. I really like this approach of thinking about what is in my food rather than how many calories is in my food. And this really is a method that isn't just me kind of making something up on the spot. It's actually a really strongly science-based approach to losing weight. And ultimately, this method focuses on the quality of the foods that we consume, emphasizing the importance of whole foods, unprocessed foods, and foods that are dense, nutrient dense. Because if we shift our focus from solely counting calories to evaluating the chemical makeup of what we eat, that is the key to achieving sustainable weight loss and also improving your overall health and your overall well-being. And this is the stuff that is gonna make life easier for your body. Like if your hormones are all over the place, thinking about, and I talk about this all the time here on the podcast, like what is going to support your body, what is going to reduce stress to make your experience of perimenopause or menopause easier, that is going to help to support your body, that means you are maybe going to struggle less with those symptoms, those hot flushes, that brain fog, that insomnia, all of those awful things that we get to experience through menopause. So let's talk about the chemical composition of foods because traditional diet plans often revolve around the idea of calories in and calories out. And I've alluded to this already at the beginning of this podcast. Now, If we assume that weight loss solely depends on creating a calorie deficit, that is the way that those kind of diets work. And I can certainly be a testimony towards those kind of diets because I have done things like Weight Watchers where you're counting like the amount of points that you're eating in a day. And I would just basically live off like one meal a day of fast food. And yes, I lost weight because I wasn't eating the rest of the day. Um, My body was not getting any decent nutrition. And this is the key that is different because this approach, this thinking about the chemical composition of our food is a really, really different way of thinking at it. Because when we're just focusing on the calories, we're neglecting the significant impact of different types of food on our bodies. Even if they have the same calorie content, the truth is that all, that not all those calories are created equal. And as I mentioned earlier, if you think about like 100 grams of Coca-Cola is very different from 100 grams of a banana. Now, counting chemicals, however, on the other hand, considers the actual nutritional value and the effect that that food has on you. 
And if you have a better understanding of the chemical composition of the food that you're eating, it means that you can make more informed choices about what you consume. And this is powerful if your goal is weight loss and also sustainable weight loss, because that's what we're looking for, isn't it? Like if if you, like I did, have put on some belly fat through menopause, what you want to do is lose it and you want it to stay off. So we're going to talk about focusing on nutrient-dense foods and in the counting chemicals, not calories approach, the emphasis is on those kinds of food, nutrient-dense food. And those are foods that have a high concentration of the stuff that your body needs, your essential vitamins, your minerals, and all the other beneficial like compounds that are relative to their calorie content. So we're thinking like fruits, vegetables, lean proteins, healthy fats. These are all excellent examples of nutrient-dense foods that are going to nourish your body and are also going to help you to feel more full. Because let's be honest, like how many times have you had a takeaway and you are not full? And that food is designed like this ultra processed food really is designed to leave you feeling hungry so that you go back for more. Now, these nutrient dense foods are going to provide the essential nutrients that support your bodily functions. They're going to be foods that boost your metabolism and they're going to help to keep your energy levels more steady during the day so that you're not having this up and down feeling that you can often get from empty calorie foods that that lack any kind of nutritional value. Nutrient dense choices contribute to like your overall improvement in your health and if you are looking to lose weight and stay and achieve sustainable weight loss then you definitely want to be focusing on this counting chemicals not calories approach so let's talk about avoiding harmful chemicals sorry so when you're counting chemicals and not calories Counting chemicals involves being mindful of the additives, the harmful additives, preservatives, and all the artificial ingredients that are found in processed foods. Now, these chemicals can disrupt the natural processes within our bodies, like our hormones when we're perimenopausal and menopausal are like all over the place. those hormones the fact that those are decreasing cause so many problems but the chemicals inside these processed foods can also increase inflammation and contribute to even more weight gain so if you can choose like whole foods organic where possible but I know that's not always in everybody's budget like it's certainly not part of our household budget at the moment But if you can choose whole, minimally processed foods, then you can reduce the exposure to these harmful substances and give your body the support that it needs. And it's going to help you to achieve a healthier weight and maintain that healthier weight. And it's also going to help you understand and have the knowledge that you need to help you find sustainable eating habits that are going to benefit your health long term and your family's health as well now many people often talk about mindful eating and like 
intuitive choices. Counting chemicals, not calories approach, this really does go hand in hand with mindful eating. You might have heard, we we did a podcast about mindful eating a while back. So rather than mindlessly counting every single calorie or just eating all of these foods, what you're going to learn is how to listen to your body and to make more intuitive food choices. So this means like paying attention to your hunger cues, listening to those hormones and asking yourself, and I did a whole episode about hunger and cravings and things like that, and just taking a little bit more care around how you eat and being present when you are eating. Now, when we prioritize these nutrient-dense foods and avoid chemicals, our bodies naturally gravitate gravitate, sorry, towards their optimal weight. So as a, as a result, weight loss becomes a natural byproduct of this process and you adopt a more healthy and balanced approach to eating. So ultimately, the whole point of the counting chemicals and not calories is that you are thinking about what you're consuming, you're reading your labels, you're looking at your ingredients and you're making a knowledge-based choice to eat a food that you know is going to fuel your body and give it the nutrients that it needs. Okay, so what does this look like in real life? Because we know this stuff, we know that processed food isn't good for us. How do we get there? How do we manage this? And I'm just going to share a couple of things that I do in my home to support this process. So number one, when it comes to shopping and you're going to your grocery store or wherever it is that you go and get your food from, look at your labels. Like you need to read your labels. And my kind of rule of thumb really is that if I'm picking something up and I am putting it in my trolley in my car, I understand every single ingredient on that label. I know what every single ingredient is. And if I don't know what an ingredient is, then I don't buy it. And when you are shopping in your grocery store, I'm sure they're all laid out very similarly. It's the stuff around the edges. Well, certainly in many of the supermarkets here, it's the first part of the supermarket. Your fruits, your vegetables, your meats, your dairy, like those basic things that you come to first in the supermarket, certainly here, and not the stuff that is in the center of the supermarket. You know what I mean? Like the aisles of of the crisps, the biscuits, like the sweets and all of those sorts of things. If you can go to the store with a clear list, with a meal plan and avoid those items in the middle of your supermarket, you're going to come away and you are going to be on your first step to achieving this successful counting chemicals approach. Now, one of the things that I do, because ultimately you probably live in a house with children, with a husband and probably yourself, like we all love a bit of sugar and a bit of chocolate, like we all enjoy having a bit of a sweet treat. 
So my rule is that when my family want like sweets or cakes or biscuits or that kind of thing, I make them. I make them from scratch. It Yes, okay, it does take time, but it means I know exactly what ingredients have gone into those items. There's no unnecessary preservatives. There's no unnecessary additives to increase their shelf life or anything like that. It's just basic ingredients like flour, eggs, milk, and usually a whole load of sugar and perhaps a bit of dark chocolate here and there. But one of the things I have really noticed through doing this process, and it has been a bit of a process and it isn't easy, but I do try and get my daughter involved in making these things as well, is that you will find that you probably eat less of them because they are more dense and you've made them from basic ingredients like butter and flour and eggs and sugar and they don't have unnecessary additives and preservatives and I do genuinely find in my house if I have made homemade cakes and biscuits they are not consumed at the same rate as the like if I was to buy shop-bought things and I think that comes down to two things I think it like I've just mentioned there like firstly it comes down to the fact that I think they are just like they take people longer to eat and they are kind of like thicker and stodgier because they haven't got lots of like other ingredients in them and also they're less convenient because they're not wrapped in plastic people have to go and like get them out of the cookie jar or they have to cut the piece of cake and put it in a container to take it with them or put it on a plate or something like that it's not as convenient it's not easy to just grab it out of the cupboard so I think those two factors ultimately result in those kind of things being eaten less in our household because I'm making them from scratch And thirdly is having a different approach and mindset to snacks. Like a lot of the snacks that we buy in those aisles in the supermarkets are wrapped in plastic or come in like individual servings and that sort of thing. Now, in terms of snacks in this house, they look like bits of chicken or bits of cheese or you have got to go and as I mentioned before like cut yourself a piece of cake like it's not a grab it out the cupboard bag of crisps and just sit and mindlessly eat it it's more of a process to actually get up and go and get those things to use cutlery to eat it to put it on a plate and it just like that process just makes you more mindful and it makes the members of your household more mindful about what they're doing and what they're eating and yes of course it does make more washing up but you know hey ho you can get your kids washing up or just pop it in the dishwasher this whole approach is very mindful but it's also about kind of connecting to what our bodies really need when it comes to food like this concept of fuel this is one of the reasons why I use that word in the title of the podcast it's about fueling your body and I'm going to talk about the yogurt aisle because this is always one of my right big bugbears like when you walk down the aisles in the supermarkets where there's yogurt like there are so many different types of yogurt and with so many different types of labels on them saying extra protein extra this extra that and you know they've got bits of like fruit and all sorts of things in them 
think about like the difference between some of those like really highly processed yogurts versus like the more basic style ingredients yogurt. Like yogurt really is like just made of milk. So if you're buying a pot of yogurt, you just want to see the ingredient of milk on the side and nothing else. Now you might be thinking, okay, yeah, but that's not gonna taste quite so nice, but this is where you then get the, and you add like other basic ingredients like fruit, like honey, like maple syrup. Like if you wanna make it sweet, use those kind of ingredients to sweeten your food. Like honey and maple syrup are literally like nature's sweetener, aren't they? And and fruit as well. Like use those to sweeten your food to help with that like sugar craving rather than those processed like yogurts that have got a huge amount of sugar in them. So this is about like going back to basics. When you think about this whole process of counting chemicals and not calories, it's about going back to basics and really having food in your home that is simple, that isn't processed, that really doesn't need to be wrapped in plastic dick and doesn't have a huge list of ingredients on the label. Now, another really good example of this is these meat alternative. Like if you're vegan or vegetarian, I'm sure you're really familiar with the different type of like meat alternatives that there are, like the veggie sausages and vegan like strips and all sorts of different things. But if you actually look at the ingredients in those products, it's actually quite scary. And when we're thinking about like the chemicals in our food, those aren't going to be good choices. Now, whatever your feelings are about the reason that you may or may not eat meat, if you think about the ingredients on the products that you're buying, you don't need a list of ingredients for a plain piece of fish or a plain piece of chicken or an egg or something like that. So if you are somebody who is like eating like processed food to avoid eating like animal based food I really encourage you to try and like you know remove those kinds of processed foods and really look at how you can switch up your diet without eating meat if that's your choice to have things that don't have a lot of chemicals in them and I think this is one of the things that we're seeing more and more in our culture at the moment where there is an increase in the amount of people that are choosing not to eat meat but that doesn't make it a healthier choice because there are huge amounts of processed vegan and vegetarian food that looks like it's healthy but actually isn't and has a huge amount of chemicals. Now in our house we do eat meat and we buy meat in its basic form. So we buy a chicken, we buy some fish, we buy some steak, we buy it in its basic form, we don't buy anything that is processed. And that does include things like bacon and sausages as well because those are the sorts of things that can be like quite highly processed and have a lot of additional ingredients in them. So if we decide that we want to have sausage or get some bacon we actually buy it from like a local farmer near us and we know 
um, that the meat is high quality and we also know very clearly what the ingredients are. And the ingredients tend to be a lot less because the shelf life is a lot less when you're buying like local. Like one of the other strategies that we've also done in the past when we've had a big freezer is we have like bought half a sheep or like a quarter of a cow or something like that and had it divided up into different like um, joints and chops and all sorts of things like that and kept it in the freezer because I know that um, particularly like in the UK at the moment there really is a cost of living crisis and people are struggling to often put good quality food on the table And I'm sure it's no different anywhere else. Like the reality is it's often cheaper to eat like junk food than it is to eat high quality nutrient dense food. So you have to sometimes get a little bit more inventive with what you're buying and trying to make it go a little bit further, but also making sure that the quality is still the best that you can afford. But that being said, One of the things that you will notice when you shift to accounting chemicals, not calorie approach, is that you actually will find that you eat less quantity of food because the higher the nutrient density, the higher the quality of the food, the more like higher levels of protein it has in it, the more fiber it's got in it, the less you're going to eat. Because you've got to remember all of these highly ultra processed foods are designed to keep you hungry and to keep you coming back for more. Okay, my friend, now as we wrap up this episode all around counting chemicals and not calories, I really invite you just to open the doors in your pantry, have a look at what you've got in your fridge or your freezer. Is there something that perhaps you know isn't a great food choice? Is that something that you could get rid of? And maybe do it like step by step. So perhaps maybe you've got a bag of frozen chips in your freezer right now, ready to go into your air fryer. Why don't you, when those run out, just buy some extra potatoes and then you can chop up those potatoes and put them in your air fryer and then everybody's got chips. Like, I'm not saying you need to literally throw everything out your cupboards and start all over again. But as things run out, rather than adding them straight back onto your shopping list, why don't you think about like an alternative and maybe just try like one or two things each week and see how you get on. I want to invite you again to find out more information about my last 90 day health and fitness challenge. The link is in the show notes. All you need to do is pop your email in and it will send you over some information about that challenge. I am really excited about it. There are some great opportunities. It's going to be so much fun coming together as a community to focus on building some great healthy habits to support our hormones, to lose some of that menopause belly fat, and just to have fun in the process so that you can start 2024 in the healthiest, best, most energetic version of you. Once again, the link is in the show notes if you want to find out more information or if you'd like to ask me any questions directly, please send me an email. As always, that is in the show notes. I want to wish you a great week. I'm thinking of you. I am praying for you and I look forward to connecting with you in the next episode.